Wouldn't it be great? I'm looking at the spread that has overt kill, and I'm like, and I just thought, I love this job. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, brother, I love this job. (laughs) Yes. Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome. No matter mm-hmm. if you're dead or alive or oh, yeah. uh, uh, a back. fake body and, a, and you have a Letha K7 suit all over your body. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, without <laughs> or a for- part of the army of evil, yes. you know? Uh, so today, we travel to the many circles of hell with Todd McFarlane, legendary combo character Spawn. Aligning ourselves with the highly anticipated issue 300, which still, by this point of recording, hasn't been announced when. Uh, we're going to talk about- But that about will mark it as the most, uh, the longest running independent, independent comic, comic book ever. Ever. Wow. So, take that, Stanley. Anyways, uh, volume yeah, one- kick a guy when he's dead. <laughs> oh that's my good. God. Okay, Jack Kirby. Oh, he's also dead. <laughs> wow. uh, we're going to talk happening? about volume one, which is the first issue of the titular hero's origin, Spawn. Uh, so it's a trade paperback, and we're doing yeah issue one through six of uh, volume one spawn. But that's the uh, that's the the topic of the day, the marquee on the on the building. Yes. Yeah, Let's introduce the host. I am Tom, Ali, Caitlin. I'm Corey, and I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerdon Nation, which is powered by Patreon. Patreon. If you are new to what Patreon or the Nerdon Nation is, is essentially a exclusive membership program in which so you can support exclusive. your favorite creators like, I don't know, uh, Nerdon. That would be oh. awesome. And each month you get special exclusives, uh, exclusive es- 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 <laughs> episodes, uh, a Discord server, which is hopping all the time mm-hmm. from gardening to comic books. You can talk about it all. But yeah, check it out. There's a lot more rewards, but we want to get into the discussion. Yeah. So check it out, nerdon.io backslash Patreon. And of course, we are going to be spoiling this episode, but if you don't want it spoiled and would rather read it first, we have an exciting new sponsor, Comixology. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, it yes, is. Yes, we do. And mm-hmm. we've got some fancy deals for you. We'll talk about that more at the end of the show. Yeah, That's easy to check out, actually. Nerdon.io backslash Comixology takes you right to Comixology, and so you know... A little bit of every purchase goes to uh, to us. Helping to us funding. out. Mm-hmm. Getting new gears and mm-hmm. new lights. So mm-hmm. while you're prepping for Spawn 300, reading all those comic books, getting up to speed, then you're also helping us get up That's to speed right. with our uh, bills every month. And we can talk comics together. So uh, this is a completed subject. It's six issues. It's it a is. volume one. It's a volume. It's a, col- it's a collection. It's a collection. Right? Yeah. So this is supposed to be getting us into Spawn. So I mean, keeping in mind Spawn is a continuous it's thing. It's a continuous thing. But these six issues are volume one. Yeah. So we uh, allows us to rate at the end, which allows us to <laughs> guess that grump. Everyone at home, if this is the first time you're listening to us or watching, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, uh, Guess That Grump is a segment of our show where we're going to now uh, figure out who's going to have the lowest rating out of all of us. It's one out of five, and whoever's the lowest in the group is the Grump of the Week. And uh, we encourage everyone at home to play along and uh, send us what you thought of the volume one, what you thought of the thing that we're going to rate, and who you thought would have been the grump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With that, since I never explain, I want never. to say that Corey goes first. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> uh, so actually, beyond the movie, I wasn't as familiar with Spawn before this. 
It's just one of the Are ones. Are you doing initial reactions or you guess I grump? Uh, I missed. So, uh, <laughs> my guess. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I drove uh, nine hours time. to get here today. Every no big deal. Time. Also with a head injury. Uh, I did. I uh, Those of you watching video can see. Uh, I might have a concussion. We'll find out. We'll see. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, uh, my guess will be... Lowest in the group. Oh, it's a tough one. This is tough. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, Ali, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to feed into that. That's I didn't okay. Mean to feed I, into I'm it. not offended. That's not what I'm. Anyway, I okay. say it's going to be Jash. You want dumb, some bring a nap to a gunfight. I don't know nothing about like what everyone thinks about this. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm. So right? one on Ali, one on Josh. Josh, your vote is. Who's going to be the lowest of the the week? The lowest of the group, I think. I'm not really trying. I'm trying not to pigeonhole you, but I I do legitimately think that it will be you, Ali. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Again, it's cool. We're having a conversation. That's the way I would <laughs> say Ollie, that. what I don't is your mind vote? Being the grumps. Golly, they're um, they're opinions, man. So it's just like your opinion, man. So who do you think is going to be the grump? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Kaylin. Okay. Uh. Gotcha. And me, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's going to be Ali. Okay. All right. So we have three um, on Ali, three one on, on Josh, me. and one on me. And according to our Patreon, uh, oh, yes. who get to vote, uh, Caitlin, you have oh. the most votes. Wow. So. Who's second place? Well, there uh, are a lot of moles. You in and this. Josh okay. are both second place. Tom and I didn't get any votes. Yeah, because we like comic books. Uh, so with that uh, being said and done, everyone, we're going to our initial reactions, aka first oh, impressions. Let me go first. Okay, uh, good, good. Which is the yeah. complete spoiler uh, yeah. of our last segment. Uh, so Corey, go on, go on. I'm very familiar with Spawn. Uh, it's one of my fi- no, seriously. Uh, I wasn't until we read this. Uh, I had watched the movie a lot growing up with John Leguizamo and, and everyone. I I, I thought As it was we all did <laughs> super fun. Yeah. Uh, so getting to read this and getting to see where it started, I was also familiar with. Uh, here and there, he was in some video games that I played as well. Mm-hmm. Soul Calibur. So, uh, so uh, <laughs> yep. beyond that, uh, I was familiar with Todd McFarlane's other stuff, like his Alice in Wonderland uh, series. Uh, so I know he's got a very unique style, and it was really cool to see that brought to life in a narrative for me because it's the first Todd McFarlane narrative I've read. Uh, and so I, I approached it very open, and I was pleasantly surprised with all of it. It was really unique and really refreshing to read something like this. Image tends to do that. Yeah. Image isn't like, oh, it's coconut. But I mean, Pepsi. I've read I've read Image before yeah. and and like, yes, like you were saying, but, but it's there a was, superhero genre in Image. There was something really unique about the framing of the storyboards and or, or the panels and Yeah. There's yeah. lots there's lots Yeah, of we'll get into that, that, but like that that's what I'm talking about. His style cuz he draws draws it and writes it. I mean, hey, we'll get into it. Uh, I'll go next. I fuck love Spawn. That's why I never would have chosen Spawn is the edgelord supreme. He was the edgelord before all edgelords. Like, <laughs> yep, uh, yep. Uh, what's the fool? Reaper from Overwatch Reaper. took it from his school. Fucking Cloud took it from... No, Cloud's older than him. But uh, everyone after it's like Red King. But also, if you look at him, his design is pretty much Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man combined. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. And and Batman motifi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, same thing. He's uh, got that big bat energy. One game... I know. <laughs> one game that I really loved playing was Spawn Armageddon for GameCube. Oh, dang. And it's pretty much yeah. like a third-person overhead shooter. Uh, and you're just pretty much getting different weapons. My so, buddy Nate, shout out to Nate. He played that a lot. Uh, you pretty much like get to the point where you're just having like hell weapons and also then angelic weapons, which are freaking dope. Uh, and uh, I 
I've been with the character for I think a really long time. And shout out to uh, Mr. David Barry from the Capes of Sears. It was shout actually out. one of the first things that we like bonded on was like Aww. Spawn. Um, and I have a lot of respect for Todd McFarlane as a creator and writer yeah. for Spawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that Spawn has been since the beginning of Image Comics and Image has continued on since then, but is actually the opposite of what all Image Comics is now. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. into this later, but there's a lot that Spawn has done for comic industry, toy industry, movie industry, movie industry, superheroes in general. Yeah. We'll get into that later. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and TV. And yeah. TV, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh, Kalen, or Ollie? Um, I I didn't have a whole lot of experience with Spawn growing up. Um, shout out to my buddy Dennis, who's a big fan of Spawn. Um, I think anything, anything I've seen has been from him. Um, and what I've seen, like just little bits and pieces from comics, have been pretty awesome. Uh, I saw the movie a lot, so that was kind of like yeah. the most. That, that's where I like learned his story, you know. Yeah. Um, and that was a pretty good movie for its time and and for what it achieved or whatever. Um, as far as like telling the story of Spawn, I think it, it did a pretty okay job. I remember but, hearing some story about how long it took to like render the cape. Oh yeah, back in the day. yeah, back yeah. <laughs> um, but this was it was cool getting that kind of on the page and seeing kind of where it all started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have kind of like some behind the scenes respect for Todd, Todd McFarland for like doing that. Yeah, and like branching out and all that. But we'll talk about that, of course. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was a fun read and and it was a cool story. Uh, Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. 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 Kaylin. Nice. This was the Ooh. first time I had ever experienced Spawn at all. Mm. I only knew the name before I read this. And. Yeah, Spawn Ranch. Have you, have yeah. you Spawn <laughs> not, not quite. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen um, like anything of him, like his cape and like images no, or pictures? No. Okay. Like all Just I, I knew know. is that Spawn was a comic book character that existed. And there was a period of time where I. I had never really read many comics, so a lot of them looked really similar to You're me. You're welcome. Thanks, Tom. No, it's all to do to you. Yeah. But so reading this was like my brain was trying to choose any type of pattern it could from other things. And I was like, who is this Batman Venom dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, but as things went on, I was like, oh, you got your own little, you got your own little spin, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's black. Yeah, he's black. That was crazy. It's a big deal. And I, <laughs> it's a big deal. Still but is. yeah, that's that's yeah, the, the first yeah. thing I was thinking about. It was when it was like very obvious that he's like a black man. And then he's like, I'm a black man. Being a white man is the worst. And I was like, whoa. This Hell came out yeah. when? Because like I feel as though when I grew up, I grew up in white bread, southern Indiana. Sweet like Christmas. There was not anything like this that I knew of. A lot yeah. of things were yeah. ultra, ultra white. So I I just wonder what it was like to be a, a kid of color in this time and have Spawn come out. Like, mm-hmm. that's the first thing my brain started thinking about. Yeah. I was like, hot damn. What kind of, I mean, that's how did why, this shake things up? That's why they kind of broke off, right? Is 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 he wanted to do stuff. That like Marvel or DC were restricting them, yeah, him and like everybody else. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he also said that there weren't enough interesting black superheroes. Right. And he was like, "I'm gonna do that." Mm-hmm. And and I also really like the the character of Al Simmons. Like, I was actually invested mm-hmm. in what happened to him. Yeah. Like, I, I I didn't care as much about like his abilities and stuff. I was like, "Oh man, what's gonna happen to Al?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
what's going to happen to all of his friends? Like, I got really invested in what was happening rather than his cool abilities or whatever. They were right. cool, but it was more like oh, an aside. I'm yeah. sure that they <laughs> do. Way but, oh my God. but in this, just this volume one, it was so cool to be invested in the storyline more than the capabilities that he has. For me. Mm -hmm. Josh? Josh? So. You're welcome, Josh. Um, <laughs> this was thrown onto the table because... I had said that this is one of my favorite comic books. Oh, well, yeah. fuck. Um, I chose wrong. <laughs> Walking Dead, Preacher, and Spawn are probably my favorite comics. Spawn of the Dead. It's Walking Dead and Spawn. Oh, okay. All it's right. It's like the perfect gift. Spawn versus Batman. I mean, anyway. That, um, it makes me think Ali, not oh, whatever. <laughs> I tried. I chose. I chose. No, this, is a fun, this is a fun story that we can't get to yet because it's in another volume. That's how you get me to read Spawn. Yeah. We'll, we'll get this. Um, we'll get but, uh, when I I didn't get into Spawn for a pretty long time. Like my first impressions or my first interaction with Spawn was the 1997 movie, and then as you do, yeah, as you do, and then shame, baby. Probably a few years ago, um, I started using Comicsology, and it came out. Uh, there came there was too. some sort of ad. There was some sort of ad on the homepage, and I was like, you know what? I have always wanted to. Oh, I know why. Why I was reading Punisher. And he has a storyline that he did for yeah, Punisher. And I was like, you know what? I really dig this. Similar. Very similar. And I've always been interested in Spawn. I'm going to read this. And I just, it was one of those things that I was like, okay, I'll buy the next one. Yeah. Not okay, that, I'll buy the next one. Not that their stories are similar. But those, no, no, no. those characters are pretty like broody. The Max. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's no, I just. Body. Corrupt City, et cetera, et cetera. I dig every single thing about Spawn. I have a couple of qualms, but pretty much anything that has to do with Spawn, like, Every cell, every page spread, I'm like... Every orifice. Every orifice, like, even when he has his mask on. I mean, there's later yeah. volumes that there are some pages that I just want to print out and put on the wall. They're just so dope. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Especially, I mean, even in this, I know there's more. I've, I've Beyond this, I've just checked out a few more frames just for research sake. And, like, there are some really cool spreads uh, in yeah. the future. What, what issue are you on currently right now, Josh? I honestly don't remember. I know that I'm on volume six. Is it like around the 90s, 100s? I don't know, but I can look because I have I it. Dig. I have it here. I've never seen this costume on him. Really? Obviously, it's the original, but <sighs> it's mean? always been like all black or something, I feel. Mm -hmm. It's always no? black, white, and red. I never. I guess I never appreciated it. Yeah. So it was cool. It was cool getting that. You're, you're welcome, Ollie. <laughs> I mean, if I guess you don't I never read it, it's easy that. to not yeah. know. In my head, I'm just like, oh, you're just like wearing all black. Was it in the movies all black or was it also red? It was glass? very dark. It was really well, dark. Well, the, the white was just gray. Like the gray. The, the, yeah. It's like someone but put with all the red on the front and all that. It had the cape. And oh. then it, um, yeah. he, no, did, but it, he, didn't, he didn't have the rings and he didn't have red gloves. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. cool Knuckles? seeing that and like the red on, on his, on the front. Okay. Yeah, I just spawn. Right, because most of it was the movies. That's the costume. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, this is kind of a neat costume. Super muted in the movie. Yeah. This is a really cool costume. And I loved seeing every time he was like in a different pose. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All the artwork. So everyone that kind of lets everyone know what we think of the Grumps and who was really wrong. The Grumps. So wrong. Super wrong. She literally wrote worst idea ever next to my guess. So now you guys all get that. But now we're going to go into the synopsis as well as the production. Then we'll get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Meat and production of the show. That's my favorite. Potatoes. Potatoes. Protein potatoes. But then we'll also do a little bit of the lore. So brief synopsis. So it's volume one through six. Um, it's the origin story of Spawn. Uh, Al Simmons wakes up in an alley uh, and uh, you kind of flash back between 1987 and 1992. Mm -hmm. So there's a five-year gap. And I'm going to just 
ram all this in really quick so we can talk about the actual comic book. Uh, he finds out that he was murdered and he made a deal with Malibolgia, uh, a, a hell demon devil of the eighth circle of hell, uh, to become this leader of his army of hell spawns uh, in order to see his wife Wanda again. And his guardian angel, quote unquote, is uh, the Violator which yeah. is uh, the clown that we all remember from John Leguizamo. Uh, but when mm-hmm. he goes to see visit Wanda, he realizes that his entire life was turned upside down, that he was impotent, he d- couldn't have a kid, and that his, uh, someone else... Everything he knew was wrong. Yeah, every, someone else w- became the husband of Wanda. She moved on, and all, that's all he wanted. So it's kind of like, again, it's a, it's a cautionary tale of be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll get what you want, but just not the way you think it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a... Climactic moment where Malibu just says, "Hey, you, the Violator and Hellspawn, can't be fighting like this anymore." And Violator's man's like, "I should be the one leading your uh, army because I was born in hell, not like this little human half breed." And then later on, we get um, after that those three, four issues of kind of exposition of his character. We start going into the da- the monthly issues of like, "Hey, here's the freak of the week." And then mm-hmm. we go on to issue five, mm-hmm. which we have Billy Kincaid, who is a children pedophile. And child gets, killer, child killer, and gets released multiple times. The system doesn't really do anything, and Spawn kills him and exacts the revenge that we so kind of full heartedly agree with because it sucks when the system can't do anything, and that's the response that we get. It's yeah. like we want the full fledged anger. Then we later on get introduced to Overt Kill, um, and it's a cybernetic <laughs> giant monster. It's a great bruiser. name, by the way. <laughs> uh, Image Comics back in the nineties, very. Uh, I didn't, that wasn't yeah. facetious at all. I no. love that name. No, uh, no but that's okay. what they're all about. I mean, uh, Rob Liefeld, who left to join Image Comics, is the one who created Deadpool. Yeah. And so it's all that buff, muscly, cable yeah, and all great. that shit. So they fight, and then, um, yeah, it kind of leads off into the next adventure. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, one through six. Dang. Yeah. That's Good a job. lot. Yeah, cool. It was, it was like 10 uh, seconds. That was like three hours. <laughs> it was like three hours, 10 seconds, and uh, some change. But the production side. Production side, it was published by Image Comics. Uh, the writer and creator is Todd McFarland, as we, as we have said a couple of times. The penciler, inker, and stories is also tard, Todd McFarland. Tard? Are you going to say turd McFarland? I'm sorry. I, my mouth words hard sometimes. Todd McFarland, again. Uh, the lettering was Tom. Oh, no. Tom Orzachowski. You got it. Nailed it. Yes. The color was Steve Olof. You did it. Ruben Rude and Oleoptics. Mm-hmm. Oleoptics. And the first issue was in May of 1992. Cool. We don't need this anymore. Wow. So. Nailed it. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That's the great thing about comic books. The production's oh, we really need, short. We, but how will we ever know to end the show in unison with Nerd On? Well, <laughs> 102 <laughs> episodes later, we don't know how to do it. Should do it wrong on purpose. Just uh, sure. Yep. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about the lore in it all. So. Yes. Before this point, Todd McFarlane, Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld, a bunch of other comic book writers of the early 90s, late 80s, were making the top 50 comic books that were sold every month. And they were all working for Marvel. So they were pretty good. They were great. Um, (laughs) They were were like literally the top 10% of the artists and story creators of Marvel Comics. And the way Todd McFarlane explains it, it's like we were the elite. And so we wanted to do stories that we wanted to tell. And Mm -hmm. we wanted to have 100% of the creation. And by the business standard, if a comic book publisher sold one comic book, a creator would get 25% okay. um, of the sale. Yeah. And so they would have to sell, you know, 125000 to get, like, any type of thing back. But then when they broke off and made Image Comics, they would get 100%. So they'd right. actually have to just do a fourth of those sales that Marvel was doing in order to make the profit. Yeah. That's smart. So they're wow. like, we keep 100%. And Image Comic Books, as a company, does not keep the characters. Till this day, Image Comic Books doesn't own one character. 
The creators own the characters. Wow. Yeah. And that happens later on in Spawn. So where they get a lot more control. There's a character named Angela who's from he- heaven. Um, the creator left and then moved her over to Marvel, and she's part of Thor's universe. Mm. Wow. There's a lot of freedom and a lot of great things that happen with Image Comic Book. So with Todd McFarlane um, to like all these great, you know, writers and creators and all that stuff, but like, I think it kind of inadvertently started the comic book bust because people started like not realizing like. Because these became celebrity comic books now. Right. It's like, oh my god, the best person, Jim Lee, who like had the best run with X Men, is now doing Wildstorm and stuff like that. Um, and Todd McFarlane, who was like really, really well known to doing like issue three hundred of Spider Man, is now starting his own comic book in Spawn. And the thing what Todd McFarlane really said that he got upset with was that like he knew he was at the time he wasn't the best artist, and he would actually spend a lot of his time learning how to draw just individual pieces, arms, legs, yeah, and yeah, not, yeah. Not just a lot parts. of study. And he wanted, like, he wanted to take liberties with it. We're not doing like a two by two where it's like, hey, let's do this block, block, and like lines yeah. and all stuff. He wanted to like the character's going to jump off this like this panel to another panel, and Spider Man would like whip through other panels and stuff like that. Which we mentioned, like the artwork's kind of crazy because yeah. it it leaps mm-hmm. out of the page, right? Yeah, um, and yeah, it's it's a very um, when reading it, you almost have to. It's not a like anytime you're reading comics, you have to like. Not take a class, but it's like you have to learn how to read the comic. And this one kind of flips that. Everything that you knew, you yeah. have to like re-situate uh, yourself and go, oh, okay, now I'm going to this Yeah, panel. different creators have a different way of telling stories. And you kind of have to just, you know, Adjust uh, get your that. palette ready yeah. for it. Um, and there's a lot of things in here, uh, like the clock, the timer counter, which is like 9999, which will go down, is actually his necroplasm like counter. That's how much he uses his power. Every yeah. time. And Malaboja talks about it. says like, hey, like if you run out of it, you die, and then your soul's mine anyway. So that's why Malaboja was like, it's a win-win thing. And then by issue like 90 or 100, something like that, they just did away with it. Oh. Because wrote it out. it's not like they did away with it. They wrote it out because the way they did it was like, he now has all access to the, me- the necroplasm instead oh. of like having a limited He basically becomes it. invincible. Mm. Um, in but they don't, they don't explain it a lot. And the thing is that bit. Todd McFarlane like really had to like go to the sticks with it and like really had to build a foundation to try to understand like how he can make a comic book empire with it. And the tough thing was that like you would get comic book writers and then they would like write something and he had to give him like a million dollars. Whoa. Because like that's how much it would sell. And then that writer would like go off and leave. And it was tough keeping a business like that. Right. Um, what ended up happening was like he ended up having to make toys. Mark Farland, uh, toys manufacturing. He ended up going to the movie Can I industry. say something yeah. real quick about that? So with the toys, which, which I think is really interesting, is that McFarlane Toys, I mean, he essentially was trying to pitch his the Spawn toys and whatnot to all the different like Mattel and all that kind of stuff, but it was too dark. And so it was kind of one of those, again, like image, like, well, fine. I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. And basically revolutionized the action figure industry because it was so hyper-realistic. They wanted like really like uh, action figures used to be very smooth and not very detailed. And like this changed it. They were much more, much more detailed. But anyway, you were going to move on to. Wow. So the cool thing is that uh, Tommy McFarlane actually really looks up to uh, Steve Jobs. Oh. And Steve Jobs says that he did nothing. Steve Jobs did nothing. Like we had phones, we had computers, except he said, as Tommy McFarlane said, made us sexy. Yeah. Uh, They make everything sexy. He's like, all I did with comic books is make it sexy. Like, he revolutionized how Spider-Man looked like. He revolutionized how people read comic books, like things leaping off the pages and whatnot. And he's like, I'm not a genius in that way. And so yeah. there's a, to me, there's a lot of respect because I feel like he's somewhat of a uh, like a self-made like legend in that sense. Like, he never got like a formal job from Marvel. Like, he just sent his packets of comic books to like industry people wow. for like years. Wow. And he would send 100 packets. 
And he was like, these are what I can do. And then yeah. they finally just gave him a job. Um, but again, leading up to Spawn specifically, uh, he really kind of actually aligns himself as Spawn. He's like, I write who I am mm. as that as Al Simmons. Embracing that right way you know kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Wanda is the name of his wife. Oh. Um, and he talks about a lot of the the fifth issue where Billy Kincaid um, comes. He's like, He's like, if Batman can't stop him, if Superman can't stop him, if all these heroes can't stop him, the system can't stop him, like, and this guy is going to keep hurting kids, then you bet your bottom dollar that me and a couple dads are going to just go to his guy's house, knock on his door, and he, he'll disappear. And yeah. I was like, jeez, like, it's really real. But like, I don't think he takes any bullshit, which is really cool that time. I, I do think he's a little... He's a little interesting. He's an interesting human being. Eclectic. He calls his boy. It's often used. Eccentric. Eclectic. Eclectic. Is, isn't eclectic like everything? Yeah, eclectic is everything. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> it's a Midwest thing. That's how you're like they're a little strange, but I, you don't want to say it. strange. You're like eclectic. Okay. Well, yeah. I was gonna say. Well, he's like I call my boy Spawny. That's how he says it. Spawny. Spawny. Uh, but uh, have you guys have you guys watched the HBO show? Like I said, to the you? series, yeah. the animated. No. I watched some of it. <sighs> I watched about opening. two hours. The opening sequences are just oh, oh we yeah. Watched where he's together. like, hey, you guys ever uh, go in a place in the dark and you don't know what's happening? That's what Spawn's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> he's like, he's drawing and then he turns around and he goes, hi, I'm Todd McFarlane. Creator Spawn. Like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. So good. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, uh, yeah, hats off to the guy. He's celebrating episode uh, issue 300. So uh, we can get on with this lore and all this crap and just get right into the comic book. Let's do it. Uh, favorite parts? Yeah, sure. Yeah, my 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 favorite part was the uh, them tearing each other heart each other's hearts out and then continuing to fight. Oh, Violator. Yeah, Violator and Spawn, and then having to be stopped and yelled at by Dad. Yeah, like, that <laughs> was pretty great. It was something about that scene that I just really, I really dug. Like it really got me. Like I was laughing out loud reading it, looking at the arms flying across the page and stuff like <laughs> no, that. No, you and, shut up. Uh, yeah, that I, I think that was probably my favorite scene. And you learn a lot about each character in that scene too, which is really cool. So it's not a pointless fight, but uh, it it gave you the exact characteristics of both Spawn and the Violator. Uh, so I I think that yeah, that's that's where I felt like oh man, he knows what he's doing. Also, that Malbolgia Malabolgia Malabolgia is also like, but Spawn's my favorite, so you get an arm back. Yeah, you can go away. You're done. You're well, done. He, also in that scene, like I, I just love that. Spawn really establishes himself as a fucking badass. Yeah. Because uh, um, the Violator's like, I'm not going to be beaten by some flesh human. And then like Spawn just comes out and he's like, who said anything about being human? Yeah. And you're like, and it's a full page spread. And you're like, ah. oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. With the flame hands and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, he has a hole in his chest because he was black. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, no, no. We're there. We're I, there with you. We're there. It was, I, it was good. I really like the kind of uh, seedy, uh, cynical look at the world. Mm -hmm. um, mm. I think it's a little reminiscent of like the Frank Miller writing um, of like Dark Knight Re Returns and stuff like that. Yeah. And like as much, you know, all warts and all, as good as it is, the the news segments and like people talking oh, the blocks yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. It really kind of gives you like a sense of like what world you're living in um, because it's hard to, I think, justify – uh, the sense of it based on the main character. Yeah. You kind of have to use at least multiple characters to get an idea like, okay, this person thinks this way. Like, the Rat City, the people think this way. The upper elite are this people. So it's like, it's, you know, it's a shitty I world. I the guy with the mustache who didn't, the no bullshit newscaster. Oh, like, yeah. I don't believe any of this shit. <laughs> oh, the one on the, I, I noticed that the channels changed mm -hmm. over time. Yeah. Like, the, the one lady was always on CNN. The one guy, he was on like, 
92 and then 99 and 41, I think, as well. I didn't um, notice. And then mm. the the other guy, the blonde guy, whose character seems to have changed or his personality seemed to have changed might've. as he came up. Yeah, and might be, it might be also be a commentary on moving channels and taking on the identity of the channel rather than yourself. Right. Because yeah. yeah. the first one, he was very clean cut. And I think he was on channel one or seven. I couldn't tell what that sign was. But then he was on E, like entertainment. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, he had this like sharp little mustache and yeah. he talked very flamboyantly. 100%. Like it changed a lot. It was, yeah. it was just really... I really like those news segments a lot. Uh, and I think Todd McFarlane's really cognizant of those things. Um, when speaking of that, you know, how you were saying like you lived in like ultra white. If it's not ultra right, it's not ultra right. Anyways, but uh, ultra white neighborhood and all that stuff. We he would cut that out. That's, he, that's fine. Yeah, that's, we're not, no, that's uh, not what I said at all. He would love to go to uh, Texas. Uh, he used to go to Texas all the time and talk about uh, Spawn and all these little kids would be like, I love Spawn. He's like, don't forget he's a black guy. No, and then they're like, "Oh shit, you're right." That's how they literally were. He's like, "Oh yeah," and so he would love that fact because he's like, you know, you have to think about that. Where like there hasn't been like a leading front man in terms of a black character in comic books for like a while. Like you had Black Panther, you had Luke Cage, you had all these other characters too. But like, you know, they were kind of part and parcel to like the Thor and the Iron Man, the Spider Man, the Batman, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But, like Spawn, Image Comics, like boom, that's him, and it's a black man. Yeah, um, super dope. Uh, my absolute favorite part, and even from what I've read so far, like medieval spawn is always going to be my, my thing, but this part of this volume, what is medieval spawn? Medieval spawn is like, well, cause spawn, there's been different iterations over the course of history of spawn. And there's like, there's a new one, there's a new one. Uh, and then there's like a medieval time spawn. And if you get to see the design of it, you just like, Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Fine. I'll look it up. (laughs) But, um, the very last uh, couple of pages of this one where he's he's realizing that his power is fading mm-hmm. and he's basically in his fight with overt kill used up a lot and he he's like i'm never going to use my powers again and i'm really tired of being pushed around and the last like spread is him holding like these dope machine mm-hmm. guns and like rocket launchers and he just says i'm better than that and it's just that was like I I closed the app and I went and bought the next app. <laughs> I was like, what, what, what? This is so good. But, uh, it's just badass to the core. He's just, oh God, he's so badass. Yeah. Medieval Spawn is dope looking, but he also <laughs> is a bit reminiscent of Batman when he fights Superman in the armor. Uh, oh, Edward, you know what I mean? Doesn't yeah, he like, like a lot. Yeah, I like that. Witchblade? Yeah. yeah. All the dark yeah. stuff. Ollie, any favorite that? parts? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, my favorite is, is the same that Josh just mentioned. Um, because I think it's like the first time he kind of is kind of showing off his own personality and yeah, his yeah. like uh, his his own. He doesn't like, need I'm, Spawn to yeah. be himself. Right. It's He's like, like oh, it, I'm gonna own this shit. Here it's we go. his first part of his old self that it gets to get back, kind yeah. of in a weird way. Um. So and and of course the panel just looks incredible. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> what, what's cool about this. Uh, I like these these ones is that he is. Almost the entire time he's having an identity crisis. Oh, yeah. Mm. He's just trying to fit like everything. Yeah. The whole reason why he's back on and living, so to speak, is wrong. It's He can't mm-hmm. do anything mm-hmm. about. He's got this thing that's going on that like when he turns into a semi-human being, he's a white man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and he hates that. Which, it, actually, he doesn't that know was one of my powers. favorite parts, too. Yeah? Just that he's like, I'm white! No! Yeah. I mean, that I mean, at the time, too, that was, uh, I mean, still is very poignant. 
to like yeah erase your identity essentially yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so everything Getting whitewashed like, yeah yeah literal it's literally so everything about him and like yeah so that yeah. when you get to that he's he's embracing Al Simmons mm-hmm. and, and I love I love that whole sequence before where he's like he must not detect me as living so I yeah. got away from this it's just like this cool clever little twists here and there. Oh, yeah, like he, he's no hit, detecting no heartbeat or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, with that, you're like, touching oh, you on got some advantages. Josh. It's like very reminiscent of like Alan Moore writing with like Swamp Thing. It's like you find out that Swamp Thing was never Alec Holland and Swamp Thing just took the consciousness of him. Mm-hmm. And then again, when Alan Spoilers. Uh, Al Simmons. Actually, yeah, spoilers. It's seminal work and it's like 30 years old. Fair. Uh, yeah. So Spawn, like, you know, really has to come to terms with the fact that like he has the memories of Al Simmons, but to the rest of the world, he is no longer Al Simmons. Right. He is yeah. Spawn. Right. And it's tough where it's. You know, he came back for one reason, and he can't get what he what he wants. And five years is long enough time for people to kind of forget. I mean, except for the obvious people uh, like Wanda, but like to move on, to move not, on, not forget, and like, but yeah, to yeah. like, oh yeah, that guy. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, and like that, he, that point that he kind of like is like good for her. Like she did the right thing. Like he's kind of like and understanding his best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this is the best scenario that that the best She's outcome that could have had. That's what I want. And yeah, yeah. My, it's I, heartbreaking, but it's yeah. it's a it's a very uh there's a very real uh thing to 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 have to come to terms with. Yeah. Like it's not just like, oh, uh you know, I have to deal with all these superheroes. All my all my parents were killed and I'm by myself now. But like, okay, my wife thought I was dead. I was dead. Moved on. My mm-hmm. best friend and her fell in love. They have a child now. Let me deal with Do how I, I how do I deal with that? Yeah. Do I because and then shadows. seeing her happy and he was like it was me you know I couldn't give her the one thing that she wanted and mm-hmm. you know what no she has it I got to be the bigger person here well not human but yeah bigger bigger person here and kind of walk away and yeah. that's for the one thing he came back for mm-hmm. so but oh, so painful he's not gonna let him get away with it like that's like fueling the rage yeah I I li- also like it's the power set you know like he's it's like. Super, it's like not metagene like, but they call it magic. It's the magic man and stuff like that. And that's what mm-hmm. you'll be later on note in the comic books. But it's like, it's to me, it's not magic because to me, demonic powers is different than magic magic. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but it's like, it's kind of interesting just to, you know, read it out there. Um, and the one thing I really like, I think it's actually because of the way Todd McFarlane had written this whole thing. I don't think he writ- wrote it to be like, this is six issues and done, six issues and done, six issues and done. He wrote it's like, I have to tell this story of Spawn for like 10 years. Mm. And once I'm done, then I'll be able to move on to things. He's still writing it now. Right. But uh, it's, you know, you get four issues in and it's kind of like the whole arc for like the introduction. And then two more like this is what you'll expect from the rest of the Spawn mm-hmm. like comic books. Um, I haven't read a lot of it, but like it felt in that sense where it's like, okay, cool. Now to the next one. Now to the next person for in a good way. A lot of times where it's like if those issues are so disconnected, it feels like, Nothing matters. Mm-hmm. Nothing matters. It's just a villain. <laughs> yeah. He's going to beat him or not beat him. But it's like this kind of like, okay, cool. This is like the serious stuff he's going to deal with or like the overtly insane stuff he's going to Well, it's all with. threaded through. Like you still get, you know, you get a little piece of his backstory every time mm-hmm. with, every, with every person he faces. Yeah. <laughs> he realizes his, his advantage against of, them. Yeah, more about know. himself and in the new life that mm-hmm. he's living. That's a, living. actually another favorite part is him opening up to the like the homeless community when like they're just trying to get him to like be okay with sitting next to people because yeah. they're all huddling up for warmth like just join like it's okay and then at, I forget what that opening line is but he's like I I'm let me tell you a story. story about whatever yeah. yeah and just that little exchange of him like putting down his walls with his new friends was was very cool I like that a lot 
Um, I just have a question for you, Tom, because uh, you have, usually have a better memory. So later on in the comics, he, I forget the character's name. He thinks it's God, but it's another spawn. Oh, a, Redeemer. Redeemer, yeah. um, who starts to teach him kind of his powers. Or and, Cogliastro. Yeah. Cogliastro. Um, Cog. yeah. Um, I just thought it was so, I, I started thinking of it kind of like Green Arrow, where he was like, your powers are basically only limited by your imagination. Which is Green Lantern. Green Lantern, sorry. Um, so it's 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 really interesting, and I just want to give you just kind of a heads up that I really think that you should read it. Yeah. Um, Spawn versus Batman, oh. because what's so funny is like I didn't know that that existed. Batman's until, in it. Well, Batman's it actually yeah. ties back into Spawn. No, so at one point between a couple of issues, Spawn all of a sudden had a this scar. a scar that he tied up with shoelaces. Whoa. And it was shoelaces given to him by Cyan. And so Aww. he, so you kind of like accept it. And I was like, doopa doopa do. And then Tom actually, he was like, well, do you know how he got, got that? We do you were know like, how we I were, got this we were, scar? We were at the gym and he was scars. like, but, and I was like, oh, what about that like facial scar? Isn't that funny? And he was like, do you know how he got that? And I just like nerd on like hardcore because it's Batman ah. versus Spawn. Check it out. The great thing. Okay, I'll, let me give you the self reverent at home, too. The great thing that happens is when Batman... Batman's the top of his game, right? Best fart, martial arts fighter and all that Far, stuff. Martial arts. Best yeah. farter But ever. he's like he's like a ninja dude, right? He martial fights... Farter. He goes toe-to-toe to Superman. He punches Spawn and says, it feels like I'm punching a wall of bricks. He's like, it's, this hurts a lot, but I can keep this fight going. And then there's a moment where Spawn says, I don't know this guy. I need to figure this out. And then they do like a mind meld. And then they see all the horrors that happen in each other's lives. Whoa. And then through that enlightenment, and they understand each other's like, okay, we're on the same side. Mm. And there's a great. But there's a really sassy thing at the end of. Anyway, yeah. you got to read it. Don't so, spoil it. We'll read it later. It's gonna be um, How long? Is it one issue or what? It's that one right there. Yeah, it's just this but one is there little more? thing. Nope. Okay. Uh, maybe some more. I don't know. But I don't know if they connect. But, uh, yeah. but it's in this one. For yeah. a future episode. Todd. Uh, <laughs> I know you're watching. But I was going to say, the great thing with Spawn that I love, oh my God, it's great because it's just one storyline. It's not like, Caitlin, you talked about comic books a while. It's like it's like a fan fiction where like one writer could go on to something else, one writer could do Alternate this. Alternate universes and stuff. Or it's like they have their own adventures. Like Spawn is going. It's mm. like he's the same character. He, spoilers, Spawn isn't Spawn the entire time and stuff like that. But it's like Todd McFarlane knowing where he's going to go with the character. Yeah. Or not yeah. knowing. But it's he's like Constantine. Still, but yeah, he still lead, leads yeah. the character. But it's just one writer. Yeah, yeah, right. Todd right. McFarlane's that's the, one. That's the only difference. And that's yeah. a really cool thing with it, like with anime, where they get like one person to do a whole run. Right. Versus with comic books, like you'll do six issues, you do a year of work, you do a hundred issues, da, 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 whatever the fuck. Yeah. And Spawn just goes through, but the thing is, his power level, like, Increases, decreases, increases, decreases. God level in- decreases. <laughs> like, gets his, dest- his ass handed to him sometimes. Destroys the universe and rewrites it and then leaves it alone. It's and then like, gets so, beat up by Batman. What? Like, you find out there's <laughs> pa- like different circles of hell. You find like the power of the mother. They versus- play like Dante's Inferno type stuff, like the nine circles. It, and- yeah. Uh, and each demon or each devil king, whatever, has more power. Someone they answer to. Like, and- Malabolgia, you'll find out it's like the reason why he has control over spawns because his realm create like controls the necroplasm. Got it. But Malabolgia himself, like, defeated his predecessor to gain control of it. And there's right. like oh. stuff that happens with Coglios. I'm sure he still answers to someone else. And Well, there's different, there's different yeah, right. uh, kings. That's what I mean, stronger. yeah. I don't think, they're, they're like seven kingdoms. Oh, okay. So it's like they're all different kings. It's not like, hell. there is Satan for sure. It's like in Donnie's Inferno, you go deeper and deeper. Yeah. There's no like level right. to it. It's just different. Yeah. There, yeah. There, there's, a, there's different kingdoms and all stuff. And, gotcha. each, and some kings are more powerful than the other ones. But then like, 
spawn becomes like God spawn or heaven spawn or something like that. It's like he's a bunch of all this stuff, different stuff. And like the more characters you'll find, like how heaven gets involved and like what Josh was talking about, like the redeemer is pretty much an angel version of spawn. Hmm. But like Dang. instead of instead another of that, dope he version, like, he has like a thing over his face that looks like a cross, right? But then there's like spikes coming out of it, hmm. and like he'll have golden golden wings and a blue suit. It's like super dope. That's and dope. then who you find out is it? It's really cool. Who is the really anyway? So my other favorite part, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what we're talking about, is uh, any I, I can't remember the other guy's name, but I remember Twitch and like the detective. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he always just calls him yeah. sir, so I have trouble. Did they ever say his name? Uh, they I have a couple comic books so. out. Um, might have but anyway, call them out. Any reaction between the uh, interaction between the two of them? Sam Burke. Sam, yeah, thank you. Uh, between Burke and Twitch was amazing. Right. Uh, Twitch, you know, giving him the side, like you know, if you ever came over for dinner uh, to meet the family. But anyway, sir, he has yeah. like eight uh, kids. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, I anytime the two of them were were on the page, I was like, yes, uh, I love know. this shit. They were wonderful. That's Twitch, who. Yeah, that's who Jeremy Renner's gonna play. Twitch. Really? Mm-hmm. Dope. So nice. I dig that. It'll be interesting to see like how. He that's plays a very it. different. Yeah, that's not. That's hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, also tag, right? Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that the the two of them, uh, I loved. You know, and also like Burke is kind of like a piece of shit, but he kind of also wants to just do the right thing and make sure that yeah. that you know, like the system is failing. So like Twitch finds the loophole in the system to go on stakeouts, and we'll just happen to be in his neighborhood and kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, uh, and he's a sharpshooter. Like, yeah, and he's <laughs> he's kind of like. Uh, he's kind of like Gordon, but like you said, this is kind of more like a Frank Miller where warts and all, right? So he's trying to do things by the book and and be in charge, but also, how do I balance that with stopping this? And they have that moment where they find Kincaid, and he's like, "Oh shit!" I mean, I guess it's good that it happened, but at the same time, who did this? Right. So uh, put a popsicle in his mouth. Yeah, I would. I would love to. I you know, I'm I'm definitely after this reading more Spawn, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm excited to see more of them and for sure. Everyone at home who hasn't watched the animated HBO, just imagine Keith David's voice, <sighs> Goliath, and the yeah. Thing. It's oh, it's so good. The it's, Arbiter, Arbiter. Oh, yeah, he just has a great voice. But also, oh man, also just go watch the Thing. He's child. If. He's the thing at the end. Okay. But uh, just imagine like a like a now running animated series with yeah. that and Keith David voice. Oh, that'd be so good. So good. Any <laughs> other favorite parts? Mm-hmm. No. No? no, I think okay. I think I think we're good. I uh, mean, I could definitely find more. Honestly, I really just this is just me. I really like the violence, the gore, the sexual innuendo, all the all the fucking rated R shit that your mom and dad was yeah. like. Don't look I at will that. say it's very 1990s. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like. It's like escape from New York. Yeah, God. you know. Well, it's and you can tell it was definitely like let's let's shake some shit up in this comic business. Let's like let's push some boundaries. Let's show people that we can tell in depth and and almost kind of like um, uncomfortable stories. Yeah, yeah. Really, and and do it well. well. And there's no you know we don't have to limit ourselves. And that uh, I don't know why I keep harking back to the. Uh, animated series, but it was on HBO. It wasn't on Fox yeah. Kids or right. Warner Brothers. It was on HBO, and it had yeah. every single warning you could have, like yeah. explicit violence, drugs, graphic nudity, all that shit. Um, for an animated show, that never ever happened. It yeah. was like the first animated show to ever have that. Yeah, and it's like this, it kind of tells that comparing one to the other, the animated show does way better than the movie in before, terms of adapting. This. Before we move on from favorite parts, I also just want to give a shout out to the Violator because. Again, anytime he's on the page, I'm loving it. And uh, like I said, I, I had seen the movie a bunch, but not the comics. And every, when I read it, I was just picturing John Leguizamo uh, the whole time. And I was yeah. like, wow, he fucking nailed it. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. perfect. It's perfect casting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's hilarious. He's terrifying. Mm-hmm. 
but he's also probably one of the funnier parts of the entire comic as well. Like, I, it's a hard balance. His character grows later. It's pretty. Oh, it's, I'm it's sure. A lot of fun. Yeah. I'm sure. Ugh. I love. That's not a character you just go. Okay, we're done with you. I yeah. love the design of the Violator. Yeah, like okay. I absolutely yeah. love Wait, yeah. monster form or human monster form. form. Monster I like form. both. I really like like just really terrible anatomically like his long, long arms long, long jaw kind of like a arch yeah like i like both because you also have that don't judge a book by its cover thing like, well it's tweedle d tweedle dumb looking yeah dude. yeah because it's like when you first see him you're like well, am i supposed to be intimidated by this like two foot clown no <laughs> but then he turns into a thing that rips people's hearts out with no yeah. problem yeah. so it's like a it's a nice little like okay i'm gonna introduce this character and at first you're gonna think he's pretty much nothing but then guess what he's like spawns nemesis so I, I like that he had a cat friend. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Mr. Pussy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have to not let something pass. Uh, I saw your reaction when he mentioned Escape from New York. Have you seen that movie? No. No. We're going to do it. We're gonna so do we're going to move forward. I've seen okay. it. I just need John to say Carpenter. See it. Uh, so good. Okay. So favorite character other than Spawn? Twitch. Twitch, actually. That was, yep. Okay. Mine would be Twitch. Nice. Favorite what? Character. Other than Spawn. Other than Spawn. Other than Spawn? Um... Or Violator. I mean, I think I, I think I like, like Violator him. more. I was gonna say Violator. Violator yeah. is my favorite character. Yeah. I don't know. Although I do like Malabolgia a lot. Yeah. Because he's so like <sighs> I loved his very like '90s plot of like your soul is mine. You're gonna do what I want. And also, if you don't do it, you still do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, it's catch twenty two. That's not bad. Yeah. He's, he's a smart cookie. I don't know. There's just something about Twitch coming through. All the time. Every time. Yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, let's use my child as bait. My wife would kill me, but we're doing it. That was yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Loved and, it. oh, yeah, I was thinking about I mean, getting a I, stakeout. They're all good characters. I don't yeah. think there was a weak character in this, to be honest. There was no one whenever they came on screen, I was like, oh, right. Okay, Useless. Uh, um, yeah. So, yeah. Overt Kill was also great. Just it's the name. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. They, and also the Metal. When I saw the name and how he was drawn, I was like, Overt. this is. This is gonna be fucking great, <laughs> and that's what I mean. They're that's, just gonna ham fist it to you, like mm -hmm. in, in here the, he is. In the way we can kind of—he's not wearing hockey pants. Oh. <laughs> oh. thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> uh, in the way we can kind of frame it, it's like I really imagine like reading it almost in the same mindset you would imagine a uh, a George Miller Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, like in terms huh. of the high octane action, where it's like dun, 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 like a fucking flame guitar playing in the background. I would want him voiced by Randy Macho Man Savage, a hundred percent overkill. Yeah, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, a hundred percent. Three minutes. That's all I want. I just want <laughs> him voicing die. that guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right? He thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to like Wouldn't let it. Be great? I'm looking at the spread that has overt kill, and I'm like, and I just thought, I love this job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brother, I love this job. <laughs> yes. Oh, my yes. God. Rip. Uh, <laughs> but now it's going to be Jason Moa. It's not the what? same, but he would just do no, like. No, he's too charismatic. Can't yeah. Be. It's got to be a different type Dave, of charisma. Ma Dave Macho Batista. Man, Randy Savage. Different, it's a different type of charisma. You know, it, He's it a really showman is. in a different way. Yeah. 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 Batista. So qualms? No. But no, you can see him. He's invisible when he doesn't move. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> qualms now. Qualm yeah. qualms. Uh, I'm going to save mine. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I, go ahead. You don't have any? I can kick us off. Yeah, go ahead. You kick Do it, it off. Um, I want to go last. I'm kind of torn on this one because it's hard for me to um, even really see it as a qualm, really. But um, I was hoping to get a bit more uh, spawn action, I guess, in the first six to kind of mm. to help hook 
for sure. Um, but at the same time, I enjoyed like hearing. It didn't and take away. You were just like, take I like this so much that I want more. Right. I just wanted more action sprinkled throughout. He was a little mopey, I felt like, overall. Yeah. Um, but Edgelord. that was Edgelord. Um, <laughs> I mean, I never lost my wife. Which my I would have. I think I would have been. <laughs> after I died. And then so. came back. I would have been a lot more okay with if there was a bit more of the badass to kind of balance that out a little bit more. Yeah. That was the only kind of just observation I made while I was reading it. I'm I mean, sure I'm sure it's just wait, but it's like, yeah, know, first six episodes, fit, these first six, you're yeah. supposed to hook me totally on this get first. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not that that necessarily took anything away, but I yeah. think I would have enjoyed it. Did it a hook lot you more. though? Did it? Uh, it did. At the end it got, of the day, it got the job done. It got but the job done. I see. I, I, I could agree with that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. There's an interesting thing with it because when you see the character, you're like, oh, fuck, heavy metal. Right, but the thing I like about it, there is a little bit of a, a patience with it, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm really interested with. Todd McFarlane's talking about the new film, and he's like, "It's going to be a horror movie. It's not a superhero movie." Oh, I dig it. And Spawn's not going to be in it prominently. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, cool. What? Because I want to focus around Twitch. Twitch, and that's what I'm really interested in. Because the thing is, like, you do get like you do see this picture, and you do oh. get seduced to thinking like, "Oh, I'm going to get fucking high octane action," but then the, the moments that they don't. They don't, and it's like it's really cerebral, actually. Yeah, it's 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 again they're having a yeah a cerebral conversation, and then when the action comes, the action fucking comes. Yeah, so it's Mm. it's interesting. We talked about the movie because you compared it to that Batman short that I love more than anything. Yeah, because it follows. Yeah, because it follows the detective the whole time, and Batman's only in it for like a minute and a half. Yeah, it's like the most badass Batman thing I've ever seen, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want more of this. Well, the the 1997 movie is very like what you would. It's like almost stereotypical. Like there's fire and doves flowing, flying through the fire (laughs) and metal. There's a John. The doves die in the fire because they shouldn't do that. Fun fact: (laughs) the director's first time movie. Was it really? Was he a fan of John Woo? Uh, Maybe. No, he's probably a fan of Spawn. New Light <laughs> Cinema presents. But, but also in 1997, everyone was a fan yes. of John Woo. Yeah. Um, I'll have one. I actually remembered the one. And the one is uh, I said it as like a thing I liked, but it's also a thing that I don't like at the same time. Oh. It's, it's the long text, me- ta- text God, blocks from yeah. news. Oh, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just reminiscent of the time because that's actually how all comic books were. Yeah. yeah. Watchmen. Um, you, can, you couldn't yeah. get away from a comic yeah. book that wasn't like that. Watchmen. And the thing. It Here's a novel. Of, it works in and out. Like Todd McFarlane, you could tell he's definitely learning how to write from mm. these first six issues. Yeah. And then Josh, you're experiencing his growth as you go along the yeah. way. Like his drawings are these getting better. These things that are qualms for me now go away. Or they they go away in later volumes mm. where you're like, oh, okay. He figured he, it out too. Yeah. He didn't do much writing, or you mean specifically for his for this character? I don't think he did a lot of the initial writing. Like he'd be part of the writing room and all stuff like that. He mainly was just an artist, mm-hmm. but he wanted to tell stories. So yeah. then he did this. Yeah, and so like so this, this was him his first like full on not writing. first. Oh no, okay, no, no, nothing's ever just so just. That. It took a while to find the voice of Spawn. It's like kind of David Fincher. No, he's saying it's his first full-on like writing story like, character. He, this yeah. is his character. Right. Everything's yeah. in. Yeah. It's like uh, I was gonna say like creation. David Fincher. So you, it's, not, it's not his first movie, but Aliens Three is his first directorial debut. Right. Like, but by no means is director David Fincher a bad director. But he can pull no. out all the stops now. And that do movie. Well, now looks like now. beautiful. That's why again, like you don't get to three hundred by not like be being shitty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. Robert Kirkman, Walking Dead, couldn't get to three hundred not because he was shitty, but he's like, I told the story. Yeah, like I told everything I need to tell. Todd McFarlane still has stories. He just to tell. got there quicker yeah. than he thought he would. Yeah. So and Todd, and like again, this is like issue one of Image. It's like this is the first one, and it's going on. And like yeah. again, all of Image is around us. Yeah. Them. Is that? But yeah. So like, that's my thing. It's like the seeing, wall of text. Seeing the wall of text, but also seeing like some of the like figuring out when uh, there's like 
overview world conversation versus when there's dialogue conversation. But again, that's like older comic book reading. Like when I started reading comic books, they weren't like old fashioned. It's also, it's also a unique style. Yeah. Um, when I say old fashioned, you can kind of tell like by the animation style. Mm. Um, it's older. Like I, I started reading comic books like more intently, like a little, a little bit later on. My dad would give me a comic book, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't read it because I don't have like to read. Mid-2000s-ish? Mid-2000s-y. And so like by that point, details weren't as defined as even these were. Right. Mm. But the but Marvel does have a formula. Like they do have like here's your block, here's your block, here's your block, here's your block. And that's yeah. it. And it's mm. like very easy to follow along. It's like almost you could take out all the images like, oh, it's a light novel. <laughs> Versus yeah. like Spawn, it's like it's highly graphic and it's like you yeah. really do have to follow it along. It is a, it's more of a graphic novel than a comic yeah. book. To um, be I'll go next just because I'm kind of piggybacking on uh, what Tom just said. Um, it's not just like the newscasters. There's some that have just like there's some pages that have a whole bunch of panels but a whole bunch of text as well and like my first time through it was kind of like oh okay i'm figuring this out second time through i'll be perfectly honest i skipped through things like the newscasters i was like nope i'm not gonna read that right now yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, it was just it was just it's not spawn it's just there was just too much it was just more spawn it's (laughs) i just didn't need to read that much it was kind of like nope I'm good. Yeah. But, and then some pages I'm like, okay, this is really important to the story and I'm going to read it. Like there's yeah. an explanation of who Malbogia is and how he's like, what he's doing and all that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, I I'm going to read through this. to read it. And so it's, well, that yeah, was I mean, my there's, only there's, qualm that I was like, oh God. Yeah. It, it, just another felt, page of it felt a yeah. little cumbersome to get the knowledge rather than like. Yeah. And really I'm a child. So. No, I mean, I had the same feeling with those blocks of text. Well, I was like, oh, the funny I don't thing is, like, we're we're so used to it in movies where they do that in a blip of a second. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. with this, oh, you have to actually read those words. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, yes, child, you know how to remember how to read? And it's like, no, oh, I yeah, don't. I no. <laughs> no. Image? I actually forgot. It's a comics. Yeah. I- image. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Hey. Um. Good job, man. First I, one. I'm proud, age. Proud of you. Close. Um, Caitlin. I qualms. think the thing that bothered me the most was the timer. Um, Mm. in that I I kind of even the first time I saw it I was like oh there's like a thing with Spawn there's tension there's there's a tension that's supposed to be here and then it kept coming up and I was like wait why did the number go down that much like okay all right and then he did something else yeah it didn't change and it would change that it would change really drastically even though it didn't seem like he did that much and then it was like why are you giving me these numbers if you're not gonna waking up his heart sometimes (laughs) well I think. And I completely understand that because if you only read this, which you did, right, totally understand that, right. And like from like now that I've gone farther, I'm kind of like, oh, no, and oh, okay. like I understand that it it will make sense later on. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. get that it can be a. It was like a really cool plot point, but I just wish that there would have been more. Like, it was something that built tension, but there was no urgency created with it. Because, yeah, at the end, he gets all the guns, and he's like, oh, I'm going to fight without the stuff. The other qualm that I had with the timer was that they didn't directly say, this is what this is. No, That's uh, what I'm saying. David Barry talked, him and I talked about it. I was like, hey, what the fuck is up with that clock? And then, this was like years ago. He's like, yeah, dude, like, even hardcore fans spawns like me were like, what the fuck is this, Todd? And then, like, he's like, and then he just does away with it. We're like, what the fuck? (laughs) So, like, it's not like a... So I totally moment, understand. But like, it is something that a lot of readers actually had in like points Push. to a talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It, was a, it, it was a point of contention. And it's good that it goes away, but it's still a qualm for this specific piece yeah. these of six, information. I yeah. had these six spoilers comments. for our, when we eventually do this episode, but I had the same kind of uh, issue with the Doomsday Clock and Watchmen. I don't know if you've read Watchmen. Mm-hmm. 
but it took me like I didn't understand what the hell that was, and it took me a long time to like understand I, it, and I don't fully still understand. To go why on a riff, a I think that's a <laughs> that's kind of an apples and oranges thing because this really? this is like. This has no sense of what we think what a timer should look like. Right. Right. Oh, the yeah. It's clock. almost it's, it's almost clock. like time code in film. Yeah. Where there's like semicolon, there's no, semicolon, semicolon. It doesn't look like well, time. Well, it's like seconds yeah. and then frame. Well, there's yeah. there's but, it's single digits. But that, yeah, and but then in Watchmen, that's a remnant of the time in the seventies when they were counting like of the danger levels between mm-hmm. nuclear warfare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what that clock really supposed to mean. Like that blood drop in the eye is supposed to look like ten minutes till midnight. Mm. That's what that's supposed to look like. No idea. So yeah. I'm just saying. Um, I was like, that's why it's like this. Like, to my knowledge, has zero cultural reference. It's like right. nine 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 nine. What the fuck what? does that mean? Yeah. Like it's not yeah. even. It's not even zero. It's not even nine 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 nine. Yeah. Nine, they, they nine, nine. It was zero nine zero nine zero. Like drop it's not it a, in there and right. then just kind yeah. of arbitrarily change it up. And, and you're like, is end, it saying like it's 135? Well, it it follows events that happen, like when he uses his <laughs> right, power right, right. and whatnot. And so, but I didn't, I didn't get that I until I actually read about it. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so I had to go. Here's a clock. Flip a few pages. Oh, okay, there was this event. That's what drained. Okay, right. And just find like that was just my own personal like struggle with it, where I had to like understand like. Right. I just wish that at the end, if like they could have given a little more definition to what it is at the head. Or, or like, or yeah, maybe when it was initially brought up and then they actually start talking about like, oh, you only have X amount of time for this counter, then be like, it takes about X amount of power to drain it. In, to drain, and then you have X amount of like big fights that in, you can do. In like more current thing. comics, I don't know about Spawn specifically, but like with X-Men or anything else, you'd read like if like Tony Stark is like sick and he's like dying or something like that because of whatever plot poisoning. Um, it's probably vibranium poisoning. Plot poisoning. Uh, they'll say <laughs> that. In, they'll say that in the beginning, and they'll say like, "Oh, blah, blah blah, this happened last time, and he's getting like weaker." And then like when you see frames of him checking his arm or something, like that, and then like you see something going down, you're like, "Right." Oh, okay. You kind of mentioned this. Yeah. Beginning. It gives you a. It gives you like point. one it's a cracker. Clue. Like here you go. That's what you need. And my qualm is, my qualm is there for the comic, but as a whole, knowing how expansive this is now, it's not really a qualm because I'm glad that it was vague. Well, because if they had defined it more, it would have been a very defined timeline that Spawn could have existed in. In terms of the world that we're exposed to, like Malaboja, who the hell is this guy, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of the things that we're not exposed to, but that is the one that's like, yeah, I, I still have no idea what the fuck this yeah. is, I, right. and yeah. you won't know for like a hundred issues or some shit. Wow. But, um, yeah. Any other qualms before we move on? Is that my turn? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. Well, let me put it this way. I don't have any. Oh, huh. that's what uh, see, that's what I was kind of like. Ah. Yeah. No, I don't have a single clone for this. <laughs> You're just your facial expression. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't have any because you built up so much drama, and I was yeah. like. Oh, I'm ready for oh, this. Man. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah no, so I nailed it. Is what you're trying to say. So you're trying to be <laughs> no, you're really? trying to be uh, David Barry's best friend. <laughs> yeah. No. Like honestly, this was uh, like I I totally understand everyone's one's qualms, and I I it just didn't hit me in any way. Like the thing with the timer, I to- it totally makes sense that yeah. it would be nice to have some. But for me, instead, it drew me in. Like I was like, what the fuck is this? I want to know what this is. I want to keep reading yeah. so I know. Um. So in that sense, I I'm probably just going to continue reading these. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. Very cool. This w- specific one is a sixty dollars volume one. Sweet. Damn. Most volume ones that are the re-release are like twenty bucks. So cool. Find one of those. So treat this. Actually, um, some of Spawn is on Comixology. Oh, um, it's a good amount of it, actually. So just head to well, what I mean, backslash Comixology. But what I mean <laughs> is that if you get Comixology Unlimited, 
there's a lot of comics that you can just and a bunch of spawn yeah. is free to like borrow. It's kind of like a library. It's pretty yeah. cool. So yeah. that's how I got into. a lot of free into... ones with Amazon Prime too. So that's yeah. how I read it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh that's cool. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I I loved it. Library. This has definitely become probably one of my like number one reads now. Mm, that's dope. One of your favorite characters? Up there, yeah, for sure. Definitely yeah. in the top five. Wow. Now when you play him on Soul Calibur two, you're like, I'm going back. Yeah, I'm going back to play like, it. Fuck Hachi and Link. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna hook up my Xbox again and go for it. Uh, but yeah, for sure, definitely in my top five ca characters of all time now. Nice. Wheel. So that leads us to the end, which the is the rating. rating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, who has the most votes? Me, Hank. Ollie, then. Yeah, Ollie, then me, then Josh. And Tom and Corey. Tom and Corey. Uh, I'll go first. You go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I already just spilt my beans on this whole thing. For me, this is like a, a probably like, um, just because there's a lot of introduction, I won't, it wouldn't be like a five for me. I think there's, once we get the character more and get deeper into it, I'll probably get higher and higher. But for me, this is like a solid for a starter, probably 4.5, 4.4, 4.5, around there. 4.5 Yeah, just do 4.5. We'll do that. 4.45? Yeah. Uh, I want to. I want to know more. And it was a lot. You know, I, I appreciate the exposition for me understanding the character. But like, I, I do agree with Ali. Like, I wish I want to see more fights now. Yeah. I want to see it. Mm -hmm. I want to get into it. More I want to take a bigger bite. Yeah. I know there's more out there, so I don't want to give it like just oh, wait five. Just wait till he's getting hunted by angels. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Give me four point four. <laughs> give me four point four. <laughs> four point four. Uh, for me, this is for an origin story that's really well contained in this way. And you don't really need to know much about the world around it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like any other comic book. Like, like, hey, here's the Avengers. Or here's the Justice League. And uh, there's the villain over there. Yeah. It's like, boom, here's this character. Boom, boom, boom. All these characters kind of come organically. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this 4.7. Wow. Nice. I, almost did that. I almost went for it. Wow. 4.7. Wow. Nice. There you go. Josh? I am going to give this a 4.8. Nice. I love. I very nice. From the, the way it right. looks visually, the way that it. Uh, I love the story. This is a fantastic origin. Yeah. So I, I really dig it, and I do have a little bit of like future baggage of For like sure. future series, like because there are things in this that I'm like, oh, okay, well that gets answered there, and so that gets answered there, and I'm like, this is and like I keep I keep reading, and that's that's what I love about Spawn is that I keep reading. Mm -hmm. I was hooked from. Uh, I was hooked from the first issue of volume one. I was like, I need to know more. Yeah. And so hundred I'll give it a 4.08 because of my qualms, but they go away. Yeah. So it's like, oh. it's like we're at the tip of the tip of the tip of the penis. Yeah. Yeah. Why? They got Why? So, this has like so much. <laughs> Why is it? Kaylin, spawn penis. What's your score? Tip hooray. <laughs> <laughs> you, Corey, Corey just Get gained out. his wings. Get out. <laughs> that was great. I'm proud of myself. Uh, I give it a 4.7. Nice. I, wow. Just, just from the qualms that are contained specifically in this comic. Nothing this to do. particular thing. Th that particular thing. Okay. I give it a 4.7 just because the qualms. Nice. But the action figures. <laughs> yeah, no time. <laughs> Ali? Um, so it appears that Patreon is wrong. wrong. <gasps> I'm the girl. No, because oh. they guessed me second. Oh yeah, they, oh yeah, they totally they did. Should have guessed me first. What, what is it? Because I guessed them first. I'm a four point two. Oh, oh shit! Not by much though. Not by much. It, it's a. It's in the fours, which gets. It's basically my seal of approval. Yeah. Um, for a comic book that's, that's for amazing. Anything. By extension, has Batman. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, but, you know, you got to earn it. I love that Ollie's seal of approval is like a 4.0 plus with Ollie going, eh. eh. <laughs> uh, Nerd on Nation. It gets to exist. No, okay. Na- yeah. Nerd on Nation uh, who's listening, you should really just copy my answers because I tend to be right about who's a grump other than Caitlin. Yeah. That's fair. I've never gotten Caitlin. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do want to read more. Cool. Yeah. You and me both. More mm-hmm. spot. We'll get into it. Nice. Yeah. More. As, as and I want, says, I want room it. for higher scores. <laughs> yeah, me yeah. too. That's nice. why I did it. I was like, I could give this easily a 4.8, 4.9, but I don't know what's out there right. yet. Yeah. And I'm hungry for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, needs it. Researching a little bit more about this, I want to gush a little bit. Uh, I want to tell this cool story of how he, so back in the day, remember Toy Sto- Toys R Us? I remember Toy Aww. Story. I remember Toy Story too. Remember Toys, Toys R Us? Toys R Us uh, mm-hmm. is still in Canada. Aww, so Jeffrey. Toys R Us in the 90s Coming was back, the biggest guys. toy seller in the entire world. Walmart was coming up, but Toys R Us was still the biggest one. Wow. And so when Todd McFarlane was making his toys, he made models and then he would show like, he would show the mock-ups, which were like, you know, nine nine ten inches and then the actual what you would get is like a six seven inch toy um and he would have to explain to people and go into like conventions or markets and all that being like this is what we've modeled and this is what you'll get because a lot of people most of the time they would show the markup or the the model like a nine ten thing it's like highly Super detailed. detailed and then the fucking toy they got's garbage yeah and then his were like highly detailed. Uh, Josh was talking about the beginning dude the McFarland w- toys are nuts he would yeah. take he was use a camera he would take a picture of the camera, uh, take a picture of the toy that he wanted, and then he would just draw them out and design them and like mold them. And he's like, "You don't stop molding until your thing looks like the thing you want." Whoa! Uh, yeah. And so, like, man. there's that sense of like, again, it's the Steve Jobs analogy. Make it where it's sexy. Like, make it sexy, but also like never stop for excellence. Always, yeah, strive for excellence. And so, when he was at this huge market market meeting for like toys being sold, there's all these like people who are making toys. And then, like, he was there with his booth, and he didn't even have the toys out. He just had the boxes, cardboards, and he had, like, a drawing of the fucking thing. Wow. And so he, had, he was, like, so ill-prepared. Hmm. Um, and then when they're, like, all of a sudden the room went quiet, a, a door opened, and then, the, like, everyone's, like, just standing up. And then he's like, hey, guys, what the hell is that? He's like, Todd, that's the fucking Toys R Us guy. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, shit. And then so, like, the guy would just walk straight through. If he didn't stop, you weren't getting bought. Whoa. And so he would walk through, and then people were just like, oh, oh, sad. No, no, no buy, no buy, no buy. And then the guy stops at his at his desk, and it's only because his assistant says, hey, I'm a fan of Spawn, and this is the guy I was telling you about. <gasps> and then nice. he ended up saying, like, hey, Dang. can you make these amount of orders? And this was his first time selling toys. Oh, my God. <laughs> he made a comic book, uh, like, phenomenon at first try, a mo- uh, movie, within five years of his comic book. Did a TV show the same year the movie came out, and they made toys within a span of a decade. And it was only like shout out to that assistant who was like, "This is the guy I was telling you about," because that is how things happen in this industry. We were just talking to Lex Lang how like some kid was like, "Hey, I want Oscar." Like some kid like who's related to Oscar Isaac was like, "Hey, be in this thing," and the kids and then Oscar's like, "Okay, sure," because a kid said so. Right? Yeah. You're saying, Cor? No, I was gonna say I I have a few Todd McFarlane toys, and he didn't just stick to the things he made either. Like I have an Edward Scissorhands Mm -hmm. toy that's. Fucking everything. Yeah. McFarland toys never open. Is not like yeah. again his properties, but it was like his standard yeah. of doing toys. Right. And you can go to like any comic book store or any like cool figurine store and see McFarland toys. You're like, can I see the McFarland toys? And they just have, you know, a bar none like the best design yeah, and the best for detail. Sure. They had some wow. cool stuff at Comic Con this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also like it's just kind of amazing where again, like he's stayed doing what he's been doing yeah. for so long and Hi, right. I'm Todd McFarlane. All right. I'm creator Spawn. I thought Spawn. it was really interesting in in this specific copy there are like notes in between mm-hmm. the uh the the different 
comics volumes. I don't know what you call issues. Them. Issues. There we go. Um, and his note was that he wants Spawn to be that character where he already knows how Spawn ends, but he doesn't want to put out that ending until no one cares about it anymore. Nah. And I don't know. I thought that was a very interesting thing. And he kind of compared to Walt Disney and Mickey a little mm-hmm. bit. How he's like Mickey's Mickey has long lived fast. Walt. Yeah. And that's what I want Spawn to be for me. But the funny thing is, like, so when he was doing image comic books, uh, he would hire these new kids. Are you looking at some toys, Ollie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, well, I wanted to share that I that I ha- I have one of his uh, Destiny. Uh, oh, really? Oh. Destiny yeah. Boy? That's the one I have. Oh, that's Ooh. sexy. Ooh. So Lord Saladin for those who are listening. Nice. Wow. Uh, but uh, when he would Lord hire new Saladin writers for Image, uh, Marvel would end up scalping them. Oh, really? And they would say, like, now you have to do a contract. Like, when he was doing Image, like, no contract. It was like, you write whenever you write, and then you leave whenever you want to leave, and you keep all your characters, but you just do it under the publishing of Image, and then Marvel would scalp them. Wow. And, like, in a weird way, again, like, talking about Spawn, talking about Todd McFarlane, this is kind of like a Todd McFarlane episode a little bit. Well, it opened up a lot of legal... Yeah. A lot but of legal things that took years and years and years what to... He's, what he said is, like, I never want to stop making Spawn because I want to outlive all my enemies. <laughs> yeah. wow. I was like... What a fucking Damn. bad... Like, what the thing is, he's so... So he makes Spawn out of spite. Spying. Kinda. And- yeah, nope. a little bit. <laughs> no. But you tried. Why so are you writing Spawn? To, to piss off my enemies. But no, he, yeah. he, yeah. He, he, he wants to continue Same making Spawn it because he, li- he has story. He has story to tell, but like, he wants all the things that he's worked on just continue going and all that stuff, which I'm just like, Jesus. Like... It's, good. it's pretty far. It's good to have a legacy. I want to outlive my enemies. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy this episode. That's what Spawn does. For your kids, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You ever want to outlive your enemies? And <laughs> well, Al Simmons Mr. about to. Mr. Rogers, Todd McFarlane. Uh, and he, I think he always says, like, lock the doors, turn off your lights. We're going to watch Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like always, guys, you got to go watch it. It's, it's like great. so good, but it's also in 4-3 aspect ratio. Oh, yeah. So you're like, oh, the bars. Yeah. The bars on the side, but not it's the top so and bottom. Good. It's so good. <laughs> it's worth it for that alone. Yeah. Oh, just for his openings? Yeah. Oh my God. He does the turn around too. He's like drawing and he turns around. Is it one of those? Hey oh, hey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but remember how R.L. Stein used to open up the Goosebump TV yeah. show? Yes. It's just like that. Yes. He's in oh this like God. super fogged, like, Mm. <laughs> like Someone's black been walls too much. Like it's so good but then it starts outside and you know he's like in the basement of it yeah. oh, God. That's, so that's so awesome it's amazing it's so, we're gonna watch it after this okay. wow I feel wow. complete. I feel complete. I feel complete. That's awesome. I'm gonna complete after we watch this thing. Yeah. Aww. I'm excited. That's why he wore the white pants. Yeah. Well, everybody at home on that. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you, the members of the Neuron Nation. Thank you for your support. Uh, really, anybody that is listening or watching on YouTube, uh, please share us with your friends, your family. Uh, if uh, you didn't like it, share it with your enemies. Aww. That Nailed helps it. too. Um, if you're new to NerdOn, check out... Uh, nerdon.tv. It has all of the information about us, all the linky links. Again, Comixology, it is new to us. Uh, uh, yeah, check that out. Nerdon.io backslash Comixology. Like I said, a little bit of the sales do go to us. Just want you to know so you're aware. While you're getting your nerd on, we're getting our banks on. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So let's go back to the drawing board. For yeah, that we'll, we'll, fig- we'll figure that one out. <laughs> wow. Um, we're just trying to keep the lights on, guys. Yeah. We just keep growing, and it really is because of you. So thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, We love you hardcore. But uh, on that love, you know the drill, as always. Nerd on!
Ending broadcast.